Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome to the Rosecast, the number one Bachelor in Paradise recap podcast hosted by a male and a racial best friend duo. AB, this is not it. There's another episode. Yeah, I know. Yeah, what's your What are your thoughts about that? You excited? Listen, this has been a great season. I've said it a couple times it's one of the best seasons. It Not one of. It is the best Bachelor in Paradise season I've watched. But don't push it. Yeah. With these extra extra episodes, don't push it. This is a summer thing. We're creeping into fall here, Rim. Isn't that the truth? You know... <laughs> Come on now. A lot of people say when August comes around, they just give up on summer, which I think is absurd that's, and premature. That's too much. Yeah, that's too much. But... September? September is like... Come on. We're looking at two weeks <laughs> after not, Labor Day here. It's uh, no longer paradise. Yeah. It's, it's fall. There should not, foliage should not be a topic of discussion while Bachelor in Paradise is still on. Push it up if you want to. And basically, don't just spring this on us. Like, this was sprung yeah. on us. And yeah. the episode on Monday, who's like, only two more episodes left. And to, <laughs> to say only when we were all expecting one is a bit misleading, Chris Harrison. Anyway, that said, I'm excited for it. Um, you mentioned you think this is the best season ever. Some disagreement yeah. in the mailbag. Stay tuned for the end of the wow, season, okay. end of the episode. All right, let's uh, let's kick this off. Monday's episode starts off. Dean's back from the future, clean shaven Dean, and he wants to see if Kalen wants to go for a ride, babe. <laughs> Want to hop in the back and go for a ride? See where life takes us. Connor, of course, watching helplessly, pretending to be confident. Yeah, this is I'd say. false confidence here. <laughs> Connor still, for some reason, thinks he has a shot here. I'm very confused by why you think that. He's he's like, I'm, I'm not worried at all. He's looking around like, oh, yeah, I got this in the bag. If <laughs> Kaylin were going to say no to to Dean, she probably would have not. She would have shut him down like. It would have been no, an instant, idea. No. instant no. no. If she were going to say no, she would have <laughs> said you, no. Fuck you, Dean, is what yeah. she would have said right away and wouldn't have went over even with him. No, she's... No. Oh, welcoming this uh private conversation on the only stage thing here. going through her mind is how is she gonna yeah. let connor down <laughs> she's trying to figure that out i don't think there was any point where she was actually considering not going with dean 
So Dean and Kaylin are talking, and she asks if she can go talk to Connor. That's when I knew it was in the bag for sure for Dean, because mm-hmm. it was like, hey, I got All right. She was like, I got to go give Connor a heads up. Do you mind if I go give Connor a heads up? <laughs> you stay here. On the way back, everyone on the beach acted like Dean showed up to demand full custody of their children or something. Like him being there was some awful burden that Kaylin had to endure. Like she left three days ago. She was bummed about it. He's back. Maybe she'll be happy about it. Like, let's not act like Dean's a monster just for being alive on the beach, my opinion. Yeah, I mean, Dean did some bad things in the past, but it's not really, it wasn't to any of these people, for one, and... Well, Christina. (laughs) Except Christina, she's, but she's another story. Uh, I mean, Dean's fine. I'm I'm okay with Dean. He just didn't know what he wanted. I don't think he's, I don't think he still does. Oh, no. It's not... This isn't going to end well. Let's just put that on the record. No, I mean, obviously it's not going to end well, but hey... Dean shows up. He's cute. You forget about how cute Dean is without his mustache Golly, and everything. Wow, he's a cutie patootie rim. Yeah. He's a babe. Uh, what he's did you babe. make of Connor and Kaylin's conversation? Connor tells Kaylin he doesn't want her to leave. Well, okay. Obviously. Sure. Uh, Connor reminds her. He starts. This is when he starts backpedaling a little bit. I think he's getting a little panicked. It's time to throw the Hail Mary to try to get her to stay, which is reminding her about how bad of a guy Dean is. Even Reminding though Connor her, hasn't met Dean. Yeah, he hasn't met him, and <laughs> he's like concocting things. He said, listen yeah. to what he said. He said, he put you down and made you feel horrible on your birthday. That is not... No, he I, didn't I don't put remember her down. That. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely didn't put it down. What he did wasn't okay for a birthday. I think we both agreed oh, yeah, we yeah. would have preferred him to do it the next morning <laughs> after the birthday, but he didn't do it. He didn't he didn't put her down. And this was a smear campaign by yeah, Connor. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> that's all this was. He's trying to he has to make a big time push to get her to stay and he doesn't have any other uh, legs to stand on. The fact that Connor knows even a little bit about what just happened between Dean and Kalen means Kalen told him, which yeah. means they've talked a lot about Dean in the last two days that they've known each other. So it's just not like <laughs> nothing's really adding up in Connor's favor here. And then when he goes back to the crew, they're like, what would you guys talk about? What'd she say? I'm he feeling goes, pretty good. <laughs> she she alluded to wanting to stay. If she didn't <laughs> tell you for sure, then she's leaving. <laughs> yeah, she, okay? She's going to have another conversation with Dean <laughs> if she didn't tell you that she's going to stay and she's going to go tell Dean. And she says no, then she's obviously staying. The one thing Connor said that I liked, she said, he's just here with a grand gesture. What happens when you get back home? Yeah. That, may, I, that maybe made her little, think a little bit. I, she was tearing up a little bit. This is a grand gesture uh, from Dean here. He's still, and maybe we'll talk about this more, he's still not giving her any clue into what life will be like outside of this when we leave. So. I'm with I was with Connor there. The logistics of the van are the elephant in the room. Yeah. Like, Kaylin living What's going in the van is van? just hard to imagine. I'm sorry, <laughs> it just is. Um anyway, Kaylin's back with Dean, really wrestling with this, or pretending to at least. And she agrees to leave with Dean. Mm-hmm. And this news is delivered by way of a climactic kiss on the day bed in front of everyone which it's beautiful r- it was great moment but holy smokes can you imagine being connor oh. <laughs> like waiting to learn your fate and that's how you find out <laughs> that's how i know that's how i know she's going with dean is they have an extended makeout <laughs> session it was all over each other it wasn't just a kiss they'd be there rolling around in the no, day bed and connor's this is a like, movie <laughs> this is a movie kiss uh from a rom-com that's all that was um 
And they ride off into a sunset, the yeah. sunset, back of a Ford Explorer. I think they're a real couple. Now, Kaylin does talk to Connor again. I skipped that part, but go ahead. Kaylin comes to Connor and tell him she needs to go. I think I need to go. I'm really sorry. Okay, I want to make note of that, Rim. I'm really sorry to do this to you. Connor handles it pretty well. But she says her heart's pulling her towards Dean. I think Connor handled it fine. He didn't yeah. throw a fit with her. I mean, there's nothing he could do. There's, he, he just he sat there and it was over. Why did you call out the sorry like that? Well, later in the episode, Connor makes it sound like Kalen didn't even... One of the reasons he's so Ooh. upset is because Ooh. Kalen Scoot didn't say... Blah, blah, blah. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Okay, I, you're going to have to surprise later me with it. that. Whoa. I yeah. didn't hear that. Listen, make note of what I said there. Kalen said, notes. make note, stay tuned. Kalen said, the note. I'm really sorry. Okay. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I, you're blindsiding me with that call out. <laughs> um, now let's talk about the next hour of this episode, which it should be noted was very boring. <laughs> Do you agree or disagree? <laughs> I was watching this episode. The next hour of this was like, this is, I said out loud, this is boring. I'm bored. <laughs> I'd like to point one more thing out with Kalen and Dean Rim. Okay. Kalen accepts his proposal that they're going to leave. Kalen specifically asked Dean, like, okay, what's what's next? Literally, where are we going? Where are we going? Like, what's the next step? And Dean doesn't give her a good enough answer. <laughs> and I thought Dean kind of beat around the bush on what they're going to do. I thought if I had that been me, Kalen making this decision over Connor or Dean, before I say yes to Dean, I need a firm, you know, at least region of the country plan i need a 14 day <laughs> 14 plan day not a five plan. i don't need a five year plan from you dean oh, but no. give me a 14 day plan of what we're gonna be where doing are getting our where meals am i from? going how am i gonna get home i still i have a house where am, am i going where do i go after this i have a job too like what's going on dean's life is like the uh when michael scott planned that 5k run for the cure for rabies and he, he mapped out this course and it's just five kilometers away and there's no way of getting, it doesn't, it's not a circle yeah. so like dean's life is like we might end up in montana and then that's it like we're you got to find your way back to los angeles okay like i said the next hour fly through it katie has some reservations about chris just so he needs a little boost of confidence that he's the right guy mm-hmm. and wouldn't you know it a date card shows up right then this episode in particular, all you really had to do was go on camera and ask for a date and you would get a date card. <laughs> That's yeah. that happened multiple times. We will discuss whether or not you could consider all of these actual dates based on the activities. I'll answer that now. I'd go hard no. These are not dates. One I don't see what's different between them going to a day bed or going on these dates. In some cases, the dates were worse for talking like you yeah you had less interaction with the person than you would at the bar in front of wells um connor teared up a little bit at the night nighttime uh the main comforter the main male comforter blake mosey's on over i'm starting to wonder if this whole blake these moments with blake are genuine or if he's just like got his eyes open real wide looking around the beach for anyone having a hard time yes anybody (laughs) crying let me get over there let me do some safe face on my reputation by being the the sounding board for all these people having a hard time i mean it's happened like three or four times where blake shows up and he's the one there when they're crying i just I'm, i'm starting to not believe it 
I love that you're over here with me in the little, little bit of conspiracy <laughs> corner on this stuff. Yeah. Shoulder for brokenhearted dudes to cry on is a good brand a, transition yeah. for Blake to make. It's a great okay? move. Now, th- the problem is he stinks at it, but well, yeah, I- he's doing it at least. You got to give him credit for that. This is where Rim Connor mentions that the hardest thing is that she didn't say she's sorry. Okay, I remember run, that. Okay, yeah, run yeah. back the tapes, folks. Kaylin specifically said, "I'm really sorry." What else do you want? Connor cooked up a couple facts that weren't facts. (laughs) That's just not true, Connor. I'm sorry. The tapes. I went back. I watched the tapes, and it's just not true, pal. That's good of you because I remember hearing that and thinking, "Like, dang, that's fucked up." Yeah, that is fucked up. Yeah, the first time I, the first time I saw it, I'm like, "Oh, I think she said sorry." So then I went back and watched it, and she did. Sure enough, she did. Katie and Chris date. Um, my summary is they pretended like there might be issues, but there mm-hmm. are no issues, and they're fine. Do you have anything on this date? No, you summed it up. I, I could go into it deeper, but I don't really want to. They kiss. Never a doubt. Awesome wedding parade in the street with sparklers and a band. Yeah, um, that was something to know. Amazing. There. Was that a tra- <laughs> I've never heard of this tradition before, but it's something I'm very interested it in. It should be standard practice. <laughs> standard that across all amazing. societies. <laughs> Can you imagine how fun that would be? Oh, the, the going wedding, in a slow wedding party. With your wedding party, just trotting down the street with a Man. big ass balloons behind you, parade, people playing instruments, dancing in the street. They had bottles of liquor. <laughs> Just that's well, that's being on, passed yeah. around. That'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. Um, Katie says she's falling for Chris. So that's their date. Back to Connor, lonely on the beach, thinking about leaving until Revian from Colton season, the famous Revian comes down the stairs. <laughs> I can say with 100% confidence, and you know me, 100%. I don't say that a lot. hundred percent confidence. I have never Nobody seen this woman in my life. The only reason okay, I remember I've it, never seen this woman in my life on my television screen. Uh, the, actually, with that little caveat, I think I can say the same thing because I. The only reason <laughs> I've seen her is, but when they release the cast, I go to the I do I go to the headshot bios and like try to put some sure. stuff on Instagram for those. So I remember seeing her headshot, but I'm. I'm 100% confident <laughs> that she got no screen time and definitely didn't say any words on night no, one of Colton season. Absolutely no not. Anyway, um, showing up the, the night slash maybe week before the last day, it's almost pointless. It leaves someone with no options. And luckily yeah. for her, Connor's reeling, but it's this isn't like the wild card crazy twist that I think they expect us to think it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've always, I think we, me and you have both questioned why these people come in this late. Like they're obviously not going to find love. And then like a couple days later, Chris comes in and he's like, if you don't have a serious relationship, you got to go. It's like, you just sent me in here. I just talked <laughs> to you, impossible. Chris. It's <laughs> impossible. How would I have a serious relationship right now? I would like to talk more about maybe some tweaks that they can make on Paradise I'd like I that. thought it was going to be this episode, but maybe next episode. Next episode. Um, I'll start thinking. I'll put it this way. Heavily influenced by our experience watching Love Island. I'll just yeah. put that out there. Uh, anyway, during their conversation, Revian and Connor, this is how the date ask transpired. I was with Kaylin, but then Dean came back and she left with him. So, And then Revian's like, oh, do you want to go on this date? 
That was the lead in. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Revian has no idea who those people are or why or any of the history of what's going on here. How is that even going to be in come up at all? Further background for the listeners on how this date how he he was asked first she spoke to like five other people that she was more interested in he was like the fifth choice the fifth choice yeah if you're if you're coming in this late you say hey is anybody is anybody open to date yeah almost all of them are gonna say no like i'm I'm thinking about marrying this person here to my left (laughs) absolutely not i don't even want to talk to you uh not a lot going on on their date they're riding segways uh one of J.F. Sebastian's toy friends from Blade Runner makes balloon animals for him. That's going to hit with a couple people. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then kind of here's here's another war, terrible yeah, lead. Bad, in. Maybe bad lead. In. <laughs> do you want to do you have what he said here? Yeah, he said, hey, uh, so uh, sorry about being so bummed today, except he said it in Connor voice. And then they made out. That was for it. some reason. That's what he said. <laughs> sorry about being so made or bummed out today earlier in the morning. I'm sorry about that. She's like, it's fine. And then they kiss. Kissed. <laughs> Make out. I don't I don't know if they maybe snipped some leadings for these two, I, but it I was really like, hope what? They did. He said, sorry I'm bummed about Kaylin, but you just gotta move on. Boom. Kiss. Romantic. <laughs> never you'll never forget that moment, you two. Okay, back on the beach. Uh, friends slash acquaintances, Blake and Christina, politely talking about other couples. It sure seems like Christina is disinterested at best. Best case scenario <laughs> for Blake is that Christina is mostly disinterested in a romantic relationship. Yeah, he's not. He doesn't appear to be reading how she's reacting to anything he's saying because she's not giving him anything. He's acting hypnotized, like somebody hypnotized him into thinking that this is good, but it's not. And he even says, like, well, now that I'm, like, a good guy, this is going to be awesome, right? And she's like, well, I, mean, <laughs> I don't she know said, that for sure. What she said was, you put someone in the same exact situation that they previously failed at. Why would I anticipate them being any different this time? Which is the situation with Blake. She's already tried this. It didn't work. Why would she try it again? Demi and Christian talking with Katie. Christian says out loud, it should be noted, that they have different, her and Demi have different ways of showing affection, specifically that Demi isn't as touchy-feely, physical affection, uh, but Christian loves her all the same because she knows they just, she knows it's there. There's just different ways of showing it. Okay. So yeah, that's they, openly you've discussed. Of, you've heard of love languages, right, Rim? They're talking love languages here. You know me. That's all they're yeah. talking about. Um, Demi to the camera expresses minor annoyance at Christian, quote, flirting with other Ooh. girls on the beach. Quote, I feel like she's more interested in them than me. Okay. I, I didn't really get that vibe, but who knows what's going well, on the whole time down there. Check the tapes. They had a lot of tape on it, right? They, when she brought they that had up. a strangely <laughs> they, they had a large a, amount of tape on it. They had a it. big it was time like, roll of tape of her flirting with other girls. I don't know. It's cut up a certain way, but there was tape. There was, but also <laughs> it's to our knowledge, none of those people would be our possible potential partners for Christian. I mean, the whole s- scenario is kind of insane. Like these two are obviously a couple before they're m- light years ahead of almost every other couple on the beach. Christian didn't come all the way down to Mexico to leave Demi and go run <laughs> off with somebody else on the Tisha. beach. I mean, that's, that was never going to happen. Um, yeah. But that being said, it's still it's fine for Demi to feel this way if she doesn't like Christian, you know, all touchy-feely with it, other girls. I, I, I'm okay with that. 
I think that was probably her third concern. They they kind of spun it to be Demi's really concerned about Christian flirting with other people. But it's later we found out it was more probably more about her hesitancy, Demi's hesitancy to do that kind of stuff in front of yeah. other people and her nervousness about maybe not giving Christian, quote, what she needs in that department, in the arm rubbing department. Yeah. Demi um, had a great quote. Uh, just because I came out doesn't mean everything's broken down and fears are vanished, which yeah. something I hadn't really thought about. I'm like, I, I guess I hadn't thought about that. They, she came out, so I'm like, okay, it's all good here. No, she's still got the same insecurities. Just because she came out doesn't mean that those go away just like that. Even in front of these people that she knows. I mean, you would expect yeah. in maybe public around strangers, of course. But you, yeah. you maybe you thought earlier like, oh, well, these are her friends. She knows half these people and is really good friends with them. It shouldn't be exactly. that big a deal, but it, it still is. Anyway, yeah. um, I just never bought the – they tried to – the show tried to make it seem like their relationship hung in the balance. Yeah, I didn't buy that. It was just a conversation they needed to have, not like, will Demi yeah. and Christian break up? Like, will Demi give Christian a rose at the rose? It was like, come on, no. It was just a real conversation that they had to have. And well, now you're moving into the date now. Yes. We're going to the date now. They okay. asked, uh, they didn't, they, they didn't ask for a date in particular. Demi didn't even want the date, <laughs> no. but they, they gave it date to them. Cards. Date cards <laughs> they were free. Date cards are flying around <laughs> like crazy. Anyway, let's talk about the date then. Before we get to the conversation, my big takeaway from the pre-conversation uh, sacred ceremony celebrating their two spirits uniting is that was the most fire piece of headwear in history that I've ever seen. <laughs> and I'm not, I mean that sincerely. It was unbelievable. Now, unlike you, I knew everything they were saying because I took Spanish in high school. Um, do you have anything else on that ceremony? Other than that, I would do anything to wear that um, piece of headwear if only for a moment. It was pretty cool. That was, the whole thing was cool. I liked it. Not as not as high on the head as the rim was. <laughs> well, run the tape back. It was unbelievable. It's breathtaking. Okay. Uh, after the ceremony, they're talking on a bench. I don't think they were even served dinner on this date. Nope. If you <laughs> okay. if you would even call it that, it was just an afternoon activity. <laughs> Who said this? Demi. She said, you're a touchy person, I'm not, and it's a struggle to watch you be touchy with other people. This is a reason this is reasonable because you know, let's say you're not a huggy guy, A B, and someone you're in a relationship with. I am with. a huggy guy, just to be clear. I know, let's just be crazy <laughs> just for be, a second. That, that's nuts though. I can't even think that. But I know, yeah, this sure. is an insane situation. <laughs> it's insanity. But, but like, let's just say that, you know, your wife's always rubbing arms or whatever, yeah. real like touch just like, oh ha, that's funny touch. And I'm not touchy. No, and you're like a grouch. We'll call you a grouch. Sure. And it's a friendly way, but maybe it's not, and you don't know for sure. You might feel uncomfortable with that. Understandable. It happens all the time with everybody. Understandable, yeah. But I just didn't, even though they had the the highlight reel of Christian's flirty touches, <laughs> frankly. Those are, those it, a highlight reel. <laughs> it just it just wouldn't, it just never seemed like a real threat to me because. It's not a threat necessarily, yeah. but you do worry that your significant other is getting something from someone else. Like just yeah. because there, it, it's not a romantic connection, obviously, I, I guess we don't know for sure, but most of these girls are straight so there's no knowledge, yeah. possible there's not a big time chance that they're obviously going to cheat on each other or anything like that but there you could still get an emotional or a, you know uh, the, the physical thing that you're missing from your significant other just because there's nothing romantic there 
Demi says, it might be a deal breaker for you. I feel yeah. like I might not be good enough because I'm not touchy enough for you, particularly in front of in front of other people. And I think the thing they don't mention fully, but I th- I don't know that she, the person, isn't a physical person, t- a touchy-feely person. I think it's more about her coming out. Uh, it's public Christian has, signs. Yeah, public signs of affection with another woman at this point she isn't fully comfortable with w- not knowing how everyone feels which is yeah. completely understandable especially when like a new person you might not know strolls down like yeah chase or somebody or Ch- like if chase and revian who she probably barely knows that's different than everybody who's been on the beach with you for however many weeks or days or months christian it it seems to me that christian is very comfortable with be with herself and being gay and Demi is just starting to explore, yeah, you know, the feelings that c- go along with coming out and and everything that goes along with that. I don't think they show Christian's age, but I get the vibe that she's a lot older than Demi. Seems Not like a lot older. She yeah. seems older than it because Demi's, I think, twenty four. Yeah, Christian could be late twenties or thirties. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. But there's definitely that vibe. So one assumes, and it was implied that she's been out for much longer than Demi. So. Um, anyway, long story short, Christian reassures her, you are enough, Demi. They say, I love you. It's all good. These two are just so far beyond. It's yeah, it's like it's like watching a different show and not for the reasons you might think. They're just so far beyond everyone else in terms of relationship development. Like this they was, have these arguments and discussions that long term actual couples have. They're not yeah. getting to know each other as much. You know what I mean? I really enjoyed this segment because it was like you said, they are further along and this was a very real conversation that could happen out in the real world. And I'm sure tons of people mm-hmm. have had conversations like this with their significant others. So this this is why this is the love and the the conversations we we beg for most of the time. Agreed. Christian was never going to leave Demi. Just to wrap, put a bow on this, and because yeah. I have a funny comment at the end, Christian was never going to leave Demi, okay? Because uh, Mostly because to our knowledge... There's no interested parties on the island. Zero other interested yeah. potential parties. But I would have loved if she... Can you imagine if she came on the show, not in Bachelor Nation, as an established couple, and then flirted with someone else, uncovered a surprise by contestant, and That'd left be... with them? That would have been unbelievable, okay? Yeah. That's what I was secretly hoping would happen. <laughs> not me. I like these two. That's true <laughs> yeah, love too, here. I mean, she's too nice of a person, Big but that would, been, that would have been a good twist. John Paul Jones and Tasha. JPJ approaches a group of ladies, announces he has a surprise for Tasha. So I'm thinking, all right, here we go with this, you know, the pillows. Are, some bullshit. Some old BS. I couldn't find the lighter, so none of the candles are, you know, that kind of surprise. <laughs> yeah. But we learn that Tasha didn't go to her high school prom. So John Paul Jones asks her to paradise prom. Cute. <sighs> He packed a suit, apparently, and a corsage. (laughs) (laughs) This was the full prom experience. This was adorable. They had a promenade in front of everyone. Yeah. Down the beach. It was everything. It was cute. I loved it. I loved everything about this. And I don't know if I've ever seen someone more in love with someone than John Paul Jones is in love with Tasha, And I like to see that. He had a setup with with letter balloons. Quick little note about letter balloons. Whoever the company is that makes letter balloons, I should have invested in them a couple. 
Letter and number <laughs> balloons exploded onto the scene in recent, maybe the last couple, two or three years. They're everywhere. I'm telling if, you, letter balloons. If you got a party and right you don't now. have a letter or a number balloon, oh I don't my god, be can there. you imagine no, going thanks. to a 27 year old girl's birthday party and they don't have a big two seven? In no, gold? I can't. I can't imagine that. In fact. Couldn't be me, no sir. <laughs> um, anyway, he's got some punch. The punch looked mostly drank. The punch looked bad. I'll be honest, but it was punch. listen. Full disclosure, Rim. I liked everything he did. The prom setup was weak. I huh. would have, I would have preferred it a little bigger. It was just one day bed. It, w- yeah, it was just one d- day bed. I would have preferred a DJ. Can they set up a DJ for the situation? And have a prom night? I think they should have went. I should. I think they should have went huge. They went. They went big, bigger than a normal just set up date by the contestant. But the producers could have helped him blow this thing out. You're saying they should have had a prom night for everyone. Yeah. I like that it was specific to Tasha, though. You know I like Because I mean? she was the one who didn't go, so that's yeah. the John Paul Jones thoughtfulness. I and they only had a could... day's notice. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. The DJ, a little too much to ask. At least a speaker, so you could play some voicemen end of the road type an stuff. Your John Paul Jones, an iPhone with a, you know, with a, <laughs> with, with a one cup, of those with a plastic things. cup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's all they need. I don't want a saxophone. Like, what am I going to dance <gasps> to a saxophone? I'm Slow not dance. Doing... No, are you really? kidding me? <laughs> this isn't Please. Kenny G. I would have. They could have got Kenny G. He was on Holy Moly. He was on the first episode of Holy Moly. So, <laughs> um. Could not have been cuter, AB. Yeah, I'm not adorable. sure anyone has appreciated a, ge- a gesture more on this show than Tasha appreciated this. Tasha was so happy. She was ecstatic to go on this date. It was incredible. Nope. And John Paul Jones makes her laugh hard. Oh, yeah. She's Every time she's with him, she's crying laughing. And this is what started to make me think these two might actually have something. I know we've said it's been a joke. But the way she laughs around John Paul Jones, I started to wonder if something could be there. Now, part of the reason she laughed, it should be noted, is that John Paul Jones let out an enormous burp, the likes of with Russell the trees in the the woods. That's just something you get with John Paul Jones. And and Tasha was was crying laughing at it. So that that was another thing. The cloud a little bit, but it was (laughs) funny. It was a funny burp. Okay. (laughs) Um, Eventually, the other couples join him. At the dance, and I'd say is the best scene of the season by a huge margin. I agree. Yeah, it was great. It was beautiful. And it was corny. It was what we were talking about a little bit last week. It had cheesy graphics, mm-hmm. slow motion makeouts. That's what paradise should be. That's what it's about. If John Paul Jones didn't have that Derek stuff, he would be capping off one of the great paradise seasons. I agree. In terms of entertainment, yeah, I agree. I had a thought while this was all going on. I'd like to see Tasha's dad show up. Remember Tasha's dad? <laughs> I'd like to see him. a John Paul Jones Tasha's dad confrontation. It, That's what I would like to see. <laughs> I would pay for a full. I pay pay per view. Yeah, pay per view event situation. I'd pay nine ninety nine for <laughs> yeah. an hour show of them two meeting. Absolutely. Well, Mister Adams, <laughs> eyes bugging out, fucking staring right into his soul. That'd be good. All right, uh, back to week two. Of Blake trying to convince himself the Christina thing is going to happen, but it's not going to happen. He's talking about her being his wife. Partner for life. Despite the fact that she's shown zero to maybe negative interest in him. He even says, I want her to suddenly be like, I've, I've let him in. Which is like, I want her to suddenly have a complete change of heart to where she's been since... 
Christina took him on a date to rip him a new she one. She wasted a date card, her only date card. <laughs> she hasn't been on any other she hasn't, got, she hasn't got another date card. She wasted her only date card to rip him. So speaking of date cards, Blake forges one so that he can have Christina in the in the his little date area that he set up. He's got candles, the pillows angled, the flower petals, etc. So just to be clear, Rim, John Paul Jones sets up a prom. Beautiful prom. This using, is the same night. Too. Using knowledge that he gained from listening to Tasha the night before. Blake yeah. Not reading any signs that Christine is not interested in him on that same day comes with a weak ass, it was weak, normal uh, pillows on the ground, set up candles, on the floor. something on the ground, blanket, the normal Bachelor in Paradise date. Writes a date card and thinks he's got something special on his hands. He's like, you know, I'm doing something real special for Christina. It's like, no, everyone does this for everybody. What John Paul Jones just did 15 minutes ago, no, that so is special. Yeah. <laughs> When they were, I think he was talking to Clay and they were watching, you know, the prom go on. Yeah. And Blake's like, wait till you see what I got. And it's yeah. like, if, it, just if wait it's me, I cancel my plans. I'm like, I go clean that you shit up and wait. act like it never you, happened. You yeah. gotta wait till the next day. Anyway, uh, Blake thinks his life is, his entire life has been leading to this moment. Like it's all coming together because of these pillows he angled. An interesting thing, but right after Blake takes Christina away, Wells is chatting with a few people and he's like, you guys think they could get engaged? And I'm like, hell no. But then a couple people, Nicole included, are like, yeah. Nicole's got a bad read on other couples. (laughs) I was going to say, Nicole has her finger consistently bad read. (laughs) Consistently (laughs) off the the pulse of of Paradise Island here. Because she says, she's like, yeah, she loves him. It's like, what are you talking about? Christina loves him. Christina. We're talking about Christina (laughs) and Blake here. Do you understand? I wasn't really listening. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Christina shows up. She's like, oh, this is nice. I feel guilty. And everybody knew as soon as no. Christina walked through the goddamn door, <laughs> she gonna break breaks heart. It doesn't work. You're gonna get. It doesn't work as well. But anyway, she says, "I don't think I'm able to get where I need to get with you. I can't get there if I'm being real." And I appreciate her being real because she hasn't been real in a couple days on this show. No. She's been putting on a fake facade. Long story short, I just Blake was the first person to think this was a good idea, and the last one to realize it was not. Anything else on this? Just another episode where Blake ends it and with Curb Your Enthusiasm playing because <laughs> he's, he's had another bad episode. It keeps, I don't know how it keeps happening like this. I really, it's happened multiple times where I'm like, okay, it's over for this guy. He, it's got to turn around. At least nothing bad's going to happen to him the rest of the time, but stuff keeps happening to the guy. He goes down as the worst contestant in bachelor in paradise in terms of the time they had and relative to the expectations certainly and where their stock went he had the worst time ever and i don't think it's any i don't think it's close like dean had one thing blake's had like four episodes and big things happened to him that were huge disappointments for him it really is it's incredible it's honestly incredible to think about um anyway the Blake just kind of sits there. They hug. She cries. She leaves. Then Blake cries. Um, I'm not sure Blake is really crying necessarily over Christina. He's crying over what you just described, which is the biggest drop in stock. This is <laughs> 2008 crash. 
is Blake's new nickname. Anyway, let's take a quick break here from some sponsors. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. I feel like I didn't give the spot. I didn't give the the ads enough credence. I was like, here from some sponsors. <laughs> like, I should have hyped it up more. You know what I mean? Yeah. I uh, anyway, next episode. Starting to get serious with some of these couples, AB. Openly... Talking about who might get engaged. There was a moment when Haley was like, Demi, you guys think you're going to get engaged? And Demi was like, I don't know. She's like, I think you guys would be open to it. It's like, why don't you shut the fuck up, Haley? <laughs> what are you talking about, Haley? Why do you know? Don't tell I me what I'm thinking, open to. Uh, me personally? Me? Yeah. I think you guys would be interested in that. <laughs> Not just I think you should. No. It's, it just, I think you guys I think, are thinking this. I think you guys would be pretty open to this com- to a conversation like that. Demi and Christian, affection gate is still lingering. Mm-hmm. Demi is still uncomfortable showing physical. They didn't solve everything yesterday. It's not how life works. She's still uncomfortable a little bit showing physical affection in front of everyone. Christian gets it. Um, some of her previous relationships had the same issue, which is not surprising. And she hopes it doesn't become a roadblock with Demi. So now we're starting to think, okay, that might be a reason they don't leave paradise okay. together. Mm-hmm. That's an actual thing. Yeah, there's starting to be some stuff here. Hannah and Dylan date. What did you make of this date, AB? Where do you rank it on your all-time top 1,000 paradise dates? Let me make sure I'm understanding the date properly, Rim. Did they go to a little boy's, I don't know, seven-year-old birthday party of someone they didn't know? Yes, Probably didn't speak they did. their language. Yep. And then kind of just <laughs> stuffed themselves into the party? In fact, helped Dylan the once, dishes, I think they did dishes. They helped make the food. And then Dylan actually swung on the pinata, which I thought was inappropriate. That's a waste of a pinata swing at the yeah. point. If you would have broken it, then you <laughs> had a stranger. What if American Dylan breaks man. the pinata? <laughs> That's no fun at all. Uh, not only understanding that, the date appropriately. They yes, went to a uh, birthday total party. Estimated cost was it was like the old MasterCard commercials. It was like $44. Priceless. Except all the expenses for this date were $0. This cost nothing. It was just like, oh, there's a party over there. Go hang out over there, you two. Weird date, to say the least. Yeah. Dylan was also like picking kids up, but he was picking kids up that I think were too big, too old to be. I don't know. Okay. But I feel like. You're, even your oldest is reaching an age where I, I, she doesn't get picked up all the time. This kid was like nine years old. He was picking <laughs> him up. Kid was like, put me down, you strange man. <laughs> anyway, at the end of the date, they're on the bench alone, and Dylan reveals he's in love with Hannah. He says, I love you, Hannah. What did you make of Hannah's reaction to that? 
I see by your eyes that I missed something. (laughs) (laughs) They're raised. Eyebrows are raised. What did you make of (laughs) that? The eyebrows are raised, and the tone in your voice makes me think that she didn't. She didn't reciprocate it. I thought it was fine. I thought they both. They both said they love you. What's the problem here, Rim? Well, yeah. Eventually, her eyes to me were like, "Oh, (laughs) you're reading eyes now, huh?" (laughs) That's all you can read out there in the world. Mid kiss, she did say, "I love you, Dylan." Wow. But it was uh, run the tape. Okay, I wasn't. I I was not. I was not convinced. That doesn't mean I don't think they'll stay together. But in full I was disclosure, not, I was very bored by their date, like I am of them in general. So I wasn't. So saying, just come over my side then. Just I don't come over fully here. Fully care <laughs> what's going on with them. I mean, there's multiple times that they show up like after a big thing happened. They're like, "Wait, what happened?" It's like, "What yeah, are you talking what about? about? <laughs> Where the fuck have you two been?" It's like, get the fuck out of paradise if you're not going to be here for any of it. Oh well. That's funny you say that because we didn't mention that Blake and Christina both left Paradise. Yeah, we didn't did. make a big deal. And out they of didn't that, even they know. Both left Hannah and Dylan night. didn't know the next day. <laughs> that was strange. That was very strange. Here's what Hannah said to the camera. She said, "I told the guy that I'm really into that I love him, and he said it back." Wow, that's not what happened. He said it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he said he told you, and then you begrudgingly. I mean, said there's it always going to be opinion. a thing in the back of everyone's mind on if Hannah really likes Dylan, and it's mostly yeah. because she was an ace superstar of the series, <laughs> and he wasn't. That's always in the back of my mind. There's no way around that. That's my. I you know these two are fine. We don't see a lot of them because they've been together the whole time. But I do think of this couple like my main takeaway is. Holy shit, Dylan came on Paradise basically to try and talk to this celebrity that he has yeah. a crush on. Okay, <laughs> and, he's and get now married he's dating to her. her and they might get married. Like that's uh they make movies about that kind of stuff. Yeah, really do. I think these two really like each other and I think it's a real relationship. But this exchange made me think I d- I just don't know if not sold. They're there yet. I don't know if she is there yet. Okay. But like I said, I think they're sticking together. All right, Connor, new Blake, question mark. He is bummed that everyone <laughs> is coupled up. He didn't do anything up. wrong like Blake. No, but he's alone and he's. Yeah, he's sad and alone. Sure, he is. Yeah, that. yeah. New Blake well, in that it's sense. It's not a perfect analogy. It's just <laughs> trying to make a joke. He's uh, bummed that everyone's coupled up except him. But he's he wants Whitney to show up. She was at the wedding. I don't know what season she was on. I want to say Nick File. I think she went home on a two-on-one date. It was her and maybe a villain, and we hadn't seen her on screen. I remember talking about this. She went on a two-on-one date and got sent home, but she like we didn't we hadn't seen her prior to that. Is that it ringing was, a bell? It was either her or someone that looks just like her. Okay, extremely likely. She's she's got the look. Yeah, so she's I don't know. got the look. Anyway. <laughs> Um, they spent some time together at the wedding. Apparently. Had some great conversation. Plus, they're both hot, so they would make a good couple. Unbeknownst to Connor, Whitney is on her way specifically to meet him. Connor says, if Whitney doesn't come down in the next five minutes, I'm just going to leave. A little rash, my opinion. Well, yeah, there's really no reason to leave. I mean, you're just going to a hotel, right? Like, you're not... When people say they're going to leave, they're not, like, hopping on a small plane and flying back to to America. No, you're going to a hotel for a couple days, probably, until your flight with other people that have left. 
Yeah, but you're, you're not, not getting not a solo. Back you're, home. you're not getting a solo flight back to America. You're gonna go when the rest of the people are. He says it's tough to sit here and hope Whitney comes when you don't really know. It's tough to sit at a beach for another day or two. What, what are you is about? Rush? Unlimited food and drink you don't Margs? have to pay for on the beach. <laughs> just hang out. With a pool and a hot the tub. Pool? Everything oh you could God. want. Wells is there if you just want to talk with a pal. I mean, what What do you mean it's tough? There's no better situation for you to be in at any given moment than on Paradise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nothing better. I'd say the best place in the world to be single is paradise. That There's no, <laughs> there's no reason to leave. <laughs> Absolutely. So Connor calls everyone over. He's like, guys, head it out. Can't do it anymore. <laughs> Moments after Connor leaves, Whitney arrives. Yeah, this was producers really pulled some strings on this one, and I liked it. They made something out of nothing. There was nothing here. <laughs> nothing. There was nothing <laughs> there. Was nothing here. Do you want me to oh. believe that these two, like are made for each other and this is like a love story or something i don't believe it the producers made this all up the cars pass each other on the road they had to get that timing down i mean they're probably like all right he's about to leave get him. Like, <laughs> yeah. make sure you do that like they probably drove whitney around for a while yeah. when whitney finds out she arrives and finds out that connor just leaves she decides to go and track him down everyone on the beach just can't believe this co- what a crazy coincidence i wonder how this happened come on so Whitney goes to Connor's hotel room and they hang out. Happy ending. I mean, they're also surprised that Whitney left. It's like there's, she probably, they cut, probably cut out where she asked if there's anyone else that's single and there's nobody else that's single on the beach. So what's, yeah. what's the point of she staying? Maybe, I feel like these two should have confirmed one another's attendance on pair. Like, I feel like that might've come up. The the wedding, Kristen Crystal's wedding was basically the green room for the show. Everyone yeah. who was going to be on the Absolutely. show was chit-chatting at the wedding. Yeah. It's not as if the topic wouldn't have come up, but it made for a good, this was a good filler segment. Yeah. Just two, just two hot kids. Just a couple you know, of hot kids. You want to see? Just want to see what's I in don't person. Know what how they're hot doing. they are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess that's all they're doing. Back on the beach. John Paul Jones and Taisha built a little sandcastle and watched the sunset together. I just want to document all the cute different activities that these two are doing that no one else is doing. And they're having a blast the whole entire time. Maybe the other couples could learn a little something about having fun. Yeah, I agree. You know, you like Hannah and Dylan, but when was the last time they had fun? They just they literally just lay around and he nuzzles <laughs> into her <laughs> shoulder. That's all they do. That's all they do. Clay and Nicole get to go on a date. Before the date, Nicole tells Wells that she's going to wait for Clay to say I love you before she does. Because she does love him, but she's not going to say it first. Yes. She said, I'm falling for you in their last date. Mm -hmm. Now she's kind of waiting for him to catch up. Nicole wants to know that Clay is for sure 100% in with her. A couple weeks ago, I told you I'm falling for you. Do you think you're falling a little bit? Nicole also mentions, makes it seem, or at least alludes to, that she would be willing to move to Chicago. I, yes. That's what I gathered there. But she wants to make sure he's for real. Now, you want to talk about faces, Rim? When she asks yeah, him do. <laughs> if you're falling a little bit, I got a hard no from his face. What do you think of his eyes? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't look close enough at the eyes. Just the face. He didn't seem to me... Like he was in the same place she was. He was kind of, he kind of rambled around a little bit. Just like, I like hanging out with you, all that. I would say he begrudgingly told her, 
I'm falling for you, right? I mean, it didn't yeah. seem... She had to ask him. So that, he had to talk himself to, into it a little bit. To yeah. start with, if you have to ask someone if they're falling for you, that's not a good place to start. If they were falling for you they and had those strong feelings, they would just tell you. He says, he says I am falling, but he can't say he's in love yet, AB, which isn't even the ultimate tier, so... I think Nicole obviously wants to get engaged oh, at yeah. the end of Paradise. Well, she's the boyfriend girl. She that's yep. she, <laughs> she, If she girl. gets engaged, she'll be the engaged girl who flaunts <laughs> that she's engaged to everybody. That's just who she that's is. The, yeah, that's fine. I just can't see it happening with Clay. No, I don't think I can't Clay's going to ask her to. I can't imagine that. No. Which is fine. You could just be a couple for a while. You don't have to. Yeah. You don't have to do that. Let's, here, let's but, get off Paradise and see if it's real. But I think that's it's. Always, gonna, I don't think that's going to happen either. I think it's going to be a deal breaker for, for her if he can't say "I love you." Will you marry gonna a, me? She's going to. I think it's going to be it. a big time breakup. I agree. Nighttime on the beach. Stay tuned for our predictions. Nighttime on the beach. Tasha's got an art studio, so she can paint John Paul Jones like Jack Drew Rose in the Titanic. Have you seen the Titanic, AB? Have I seen the Titanic? Who hasn't seen the Titanic? I'd, I. You crazy? Hand up, hand up. I didn't see the Titanic until relatively recently. Like wow. the, within the last two years. I watched I sat Titanic watched on Titan. VHS. It it's was fucking two awesome. or three That's tapes. That's an awesome movie. It was oh, yeah, I remember at that. At the time, the big, it was yep. two or three tapes that you had to watch. Okay? Those I was in days, like elementary kids. school. I had to close my eyes when this scene was happening the first time I watched Titanic. Okay? That's right. Wow. Yeah, anyway, I've seen Titanic. Um, all right, hey, I just I think it's great. I like Titanic. Another I great scene from another from a great couple that's providing yes, a that's lot of point. entertainment. That's what we're talking about. This, this is amazing. This is a great scene. Loved it. Now jump, yeah. Maybe we maybe by the speedo size, which was smaller than normal. No, I like the speedo. It was a denim speedo. I like that. I it's didn't know this gag. existed. Hilarious <laughs> speedo gag. Speedo is already a gag. And somehow he yeah. had a gag speedo. I, I don't yeah. understand He's how great. he did that, but he it's did another it. another level. He took it to another what level. What were you going to say? I was going to say, I would have liked them to get the rights to the song. They were kind of playing music that sounded like the Titanic. Yeah. But if they yeah. had that music playing and Celine Dion singing, wow. It could have gone up to even another level for the experience. I forgot to write this down. I, I mean, obviously, I'm in lockstep with you on that opinion. <laughs> I forgot to mention this last episode, but there was one scene where I'm not even going to break it. I'll do it. Who fucking cares? There was one scene where some people were making out or whatever, and they were playing this love song, and it was like, bun. it was like a piano, like, bun, yeah. and it reminded me, You're have you seen The Terminator? Yeah, I've seen the Terminator. Crazy. Okay, you remember? <laughs> hey, I don't know. I'm just making sure. In the Terminator, the best love scene of all time in cinematic history is the Terminator because what happened was they took the you know the Terminator song like dun, 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 yeah, but they made it yeah they made it a love song. They just they took that song. They took that song and slowed it down and played it on the piano for this sex scene. It goes. <laughs> and you're like, wait a second, is that the fucking <laughs> theme song? Is that the Terminator That's my song? favorite love scene ever. The Terminator love scene is the best. Anyway, and that reminded me of the song okay, they were gotcha. playing for another sure. scene, and that's why I brought it up, even though it's unrelated to what we're talking about here. All right, just wanted to be clear. We're talking uh, about Terminator love scenes here, folks. That's what we're talking about, and it's a good. It was a good scene. I can't wait to rip that scene and then put <laughs> yeah. this on Instagram. <laughs> 
All right, Chris is acting weird around Katie. He's not 100% convinced. Chris is like UAB. 100% is a big deal for him. He's not going to say 100% until he meets I'm with him. him. I'm with him. He's not sure it's the right thing, so he's just being weird. And then Katie cries in bed. Um, any Anything I missed there that you want to talk about? Uh, I also, back to Tasia and John Paul Jones, she paint, she uh, she drew him. They were holding up the picture. <laughs> they were holding up the picture, but we couldn't see it. I would have preferred a Sharpie or paint. Yeah. Like, insane. you need something that we can see. <laughs> we was, need to see that picture. She very faintly sketched it. Was it was like pencil. with a mechanical pencil with the, yep. the real fine tip. Productions dropped the come ball on. on that one. Not even a point seven. Yeah. That's tip, ridiculous. Okay. I mean, come on. <laughs> come on. Uh, cocktail party. Chris Harrison, for absolutely no reason, cancels this. It's, <laughs> that just seems cruel. It's unnecessary. There's tons of people that don't have relationships here, Chris. Let's just calm down. <laughs> or like on the cusp. Yeah, you like, just sent some of these people in here. Yep. Matt Donald can't figure out who he wants to move forward with. Maybe if we had a cocktail if party, he he could've, could've, that would have been a whole segment. Who's Matt Donald going to choose? I mean, what's the rush? What do you got to do Pointless. tonight, Chris? What do you got? Pointless. Cruel. So we move to the rose ceremony. Um, a couple wow. good moments here, starting with Luke S. This was one of the toughest moments to watch. Cringe. What happened? Maybe what happened? Luke comes up first. Uh, they do a couple cutscenes where some some ladies are throwing mean jabs at him for no reason. Haley, it was very unnecessary from Haley calling him basically an ugly Nick Vile for no she reason. She said Nick Vile is way hotter. It's like, it was whoa. very unnecessary. I didn't know where this was coming from, <laughs> but it only got worse from him. Luke tries to give his rose. Notice, take note of the words I'm using, Rim. Offered. Luke <laughs> offered a rose. What's her name? Bree. Oh, Luke offers a rose to Bree. Bree walks up, and for the first time that I can remember, declines the rose, even though this could mean that she's going home. Is that the first time? Chris Harrison said he's never happened before. Chris made it I can't seem imagine like it. that's true. I cannot remember someone declining a rose. Why? I guess I don't understand why would you decline a rose? If you're not feeling the person, it's supposed to be about love connections, A.B. She wasn't feeling this broke-ass Nick Vile. Their words, <laughs> not mine. <laughs> but she's not feeling anybody. Well, as we found out later, no. <laughs> so what's... I just don't understand why you'd ever turn down a rose. Especially thinking about the context of the longer you stay, the better it is for your brand and your social media, yeah. which is what most of these people, especially a model... Like Bree, who I would assume would be very interested with more screen time. So I don't understand why anyone would turn down a rose unless you want to be really mean to someone. And that's how this came off. Yeah. Yes. We should be we should be agents for these people. We know what's best for your <laughs> that's career. True. We'll get you <laughs> what you need where you need to be here. Rimin A B Rosenhouse. Um after she says no, <laughs> Luke just kind of stands there. Wow. And waits for a production to tell him what to do. Now, when this happened, I was like, well, he's got it. If if you offer a rose and someone says no, you go home. Right then. And I feel like the other person should go home, too. Well, I mean, what's the point of the rose ceremony if, like... I don't know if she should go home. Maybe she had a different relationship with someone else. I Obviously, he should have gone yeah. home right away. 
I don't, yeah, you, I don't know where. I mean, this is one of the most embarrassing things I've ever seen <laughs> on the show. And there's, and we're talking about a reality TV show where yeah. tons of embarrassing stuff happens to these people. This I mean, people were laughing was at him. They were embarrassing. <laughs> Demi's faces were brilliant, like always. Uh, it was bad. The uh, Chris goes. So uh, anybody else want loose rose tonight? <laughs> it was just crickets. I'm surprised they didn't Will play anybody a except noise. a rose from Luke. Nobody. Poor guy. Good attitude, though. He was like, hey, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> you know what I mean? He didn't do a woe is me. Everyone tells me I'm so great. Why doesn't Brie like me? To-? I mean, keep, keep in mind, these two, I don't think, ta- I don't remember no, them. I mean, it's not a huge blow. It was just really embarrassing. I think you should have known. I mean, Brie and Matt Donald went on a date. Well, this is just another casualty of having no rose uh, cocktail hour. Obviously, exactly. he would have talked to her and probably told her that he was going to give her a rose and would have cleared all this up. So, hey, good move by Chris. Thinking about this even more, why didn't any of the other people, like, why didn't Revion say, like, I'll take your rose? Somebody should have said, I Someone should have taken that rose. Yes. <laughs> Someone should have took the damn rose. I, I agree with you there. I will take your rose. <laughs> yeah. You just sent this fuck. You crazy? Not I'm taking ta- the rose. Give me that You're rose. complicit in this meanness. Like Revian should have taken this rose. Why Revian had just shown up? Why would she not take a? Why did you even come here? If you don't want another couple days, obviously nothing's gonna be there. Connor's gone. The person she went on a date with, yeah. Connor, is gone. Get, get your rose. I'm a, I'm with you. We talked about that for way too long. Matt Donald offers his rose to Bree. Um, I also it, one more thing on the on Luke. Sure, we got time. Chris told, Chris told them to say his goodbyes, and no one really said goodbye oh my to God, him. Was, I felt he so went up bad. to hug John Paul Jones. This is when it got even more cringe. Ugh. He goes up to hug John Paul Jones, and John Paul Jones didn't want to hug him. Like, no, I gotta stay. Nobody I gotta keep my moved. distance from Nobody you. Nobody moved. Nobody moved. They said inch. say your goodbyes. Nobody moved an inch. It was sad. Lucas seems like a good guy. Too. I don't like, know what on. happened. I don't know why this happened to him. But it did. Matt Donald to Bree. If there was a cocktail hour, we could have seen Matt Donald struggling between Bree and Sydney, but we didn't. So it just that was anticlimactic. Dylan to Hannah, John Paul Jones to Tasha, Chase to Angela, Clay to Nicole, Demi to Christian, and then the big like, what's Chris gonna do? Gives his rose to Katie, of course, because yeah. the other three people weren't options. Sydney, Haley, and Revian don't get roses. Your girl, Sydney ripped matt on the way out ab in a way that i felt was unfair and uncalled for she said matt's gonna get dumped she said there's no way Bree's gonna stay in paradise or leave paradise with matt like always with my girl sydney it's harsh but it's true (laughs) that's fair fair. but it was just like she's gonna hit you with the truth and it might hurt she didn't get a rose and was like matt's hopeless nobody's gonna leave with him please what a loser matt is like sydney had a nice little run on paradise she was in the first group of people that showed up she lasted basically to the last rose ceremony you gotta give it up for her there it made me wonder not talking about sydney but is this the last we've seen of the twins has their time come and gone well, it sounds like the twins as a entity are done. The other Haley one, might Emily not be. has a boyfriend, according to Instagram. So, you follow Emily on Instagram? No, I follow whoever's on the season. So I follow Haley, and I gathered from that uh, that Emily okay. is engaged or something. The next day, Chris Harrison shows up. Bachelor in Paradise is over. He says. Chris seems to be done with this whole season for some reason. 
trying to speed things along. He really is just like, all right, let's go. And then <laughs> every conversation up. is like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I got a tea time. Um, the couples need to decide if they're ready to take the next step as a couple, which is basically another date and fantasy suite, which everyone should agree to do. Yeah. Or you head out. You skedaddle. You can I, skedaddle together without taking the, the capital N next step. But those are the two options. What were we going to say? I don't know. Uh, well, a couple things. First of all, I don't get why they had a rose ceremony followed by basically another situation yeah. where they have to make a decision. Why didn't they just combine these two things? Maybe give them a cocktail hour and make the rose <laughs> ceremony. <laughs> make the rose ceremony like if you accept this rose, you're doing a fantasy suite. Wait, I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. They waited like the next day, like six, 12 hours and then had a converse, a very serious conversation on if they're going to continue. Why wasn't the rose the decision? Why did Chase and Angela give each other a rose? Why did they get a rose if they're then the next day not gonna, 12 hours later? I just yeah. don't understand the whole process. You're right. And that would have created, if you gave them a cocktail hour and told them beforehand what the stakes were, then you go to the rose ceremony and accepting the rose means you agree to move forward for this next day in fantasy suite. That would have been a must-see rose ceremony. Rose ceremony. Yeah. And this one, other than the Luke thing, was not. So, um, Anyway, they have to talk, figure this out. This show is just a little too entrenched in its own traditions yeah. structurally, I think. So anyway, uh, Matt Donald and Bree, first up. I wish he would stop calling her a supermodel. That was weird. Yeah. What's going on there? I mean, talk about a good way to separate yourself from a potential <laughs> partner. Put her on a pedestal like that. What did you make of this conversation? Bree, who, mind you, just accepted a rose from him after turning down a rose from Luke for some reason. Then the next day says, I'm feeling like you made the wrong decision by giving me the rose. That was weird. And lets just... him down. I didn't understand why she accepted a rose from Matt Donald, but didn't from Luke. I was very confused by the whole situation. Her reasoning was sound. She says, I just, I feel like you, you see the exterior of me. Well, yeah, because he keeps calling you a supermodel. Of course, that's all he is seen. So that makes sense. But like you said, you just accepted the rose from him. Now you're blaming him for making a bad decision. You, <laughs> you could have said no. Just like, it's not like we know you're okay with doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, they're gone. Chase and Angela. Chase says they're missing some vague and tangible and then they go their separate ways. That kind of surprised me, frankly. But here's what I think is going on. They don't have that many fantasy suites. Yeah. Everyone can't get into <laughs> Everyone a fantasy Everyone can't say, suite. we only got four, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they go their separate ways. Hannah and Dylan, obviously, they're going forward together. Clay and Nicole. Nicole, quote, knows for a fact, deep down, that she's in love with Clay, but Clay hasn't indicated that yet. He's not exactly Mr. Smooth Talker, but they get to a point where they're excited to stay together. Do you have anything on those two? I didn't think Clay seems that into it anymore, but maybe that's just because of his demeanor and his voice. So I don't know. It's hard for <laughs> the me. The way to, he is. Yeah, this, <laughs> this true, might though. be something about Clay. There's no real excitement. Uh, he's got. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sold on this couple. I think I'm kind of with you, but I think it is. 
just the way he is because it could be yeah when he was talking about when angela came back and he was really having a hard time with that it sounds the same as when he's talking with nicole about how much he likes her. i'm with you taisha and john paul jones what a scene wow what a scene what a scene breathtaking like their entire relationship has been for me it's been a goddamn roller coaster ride (laughs) roller coaster (laughs) this was a perfect capper for these two jpj says and nothing was unexpected even the things that were like what the fuck was that you kind of got expected with john paul jones john paul jones says i'd like to dance with you at our wedding someday i'm in love with you taisha adams a little strong very strong these two had some good times it's a little strong what'd you make of that i thought these two were gonna make it rim when he said this. But, but did you think Taisha would reciprocate that level? Not that level. No. I didn't think yeah. she was there yet, but I thought she, I th- I thought I thought they were going to move forward. I really did with the fantasy suite. If he played his cards right. If, if he, he wouldn't pro- if you think you think if he wouldn't professed his love to her yeah. it would have went a different way. Okay. Yeah. Because he just came on too short. I mean, when someone tells you I love you and you're not anywhere near that, it's a deal breaker. Even if you do like that person. I think Tasia genuinely likes John Paul Jones, but she's she was nowhere near saying I love you to him. I mean, she basically dumped him more or less twice yeah. on this show. She said, hey, check out who comes next yeah. down the <laughs> stairs. Then she, then he did, and then she went over to Derek, and then she, Derek and John Paul Jones were fighting with each other, so she basically dumped told Derek, I'm not just dumped Eric, but dumped Derek, but also was like, John Paul Jones, like, I can't get there. Yeah. She said, I can't get there with you like two weeks ago. Yeah. So John Paul Jones, like, take a hint. She does not love you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah tone right? it down. Tone it down a little bit. Um but her response when he says that was kind of strange. She kisses him and hugs him. Yeah. Before telling him she doesn't feel the same way. So she let him have this moment where he thought it was going well. Yeah. I she, thought that was weird. She kissed him and gave him a hug. And you could see in her eyes, because she, she, they were hugging, so her face was out of his view. She was skeptical. He was just like soaking it. it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did it. Uh, but then when she says she's not there yet. Of all the things that happened in this scene, this was the most breathtaking. This is John wild. Paul Jones had a classy speech. Yeah. Doesn't cry, doesn't break down any of that. He took, I mean, his world just came crashing down. The Where he put Taisha on this pedestal, he said, life does not get better than Taisha Adams. <laughs> and then she says, I'm not into it. I would have expected him to be a puddle, just to collapse. Yeah, like Like, uh, you want know, to talk curb your enthusiasm? <laughs> like when... Like when the doctor tells Larry that uh, Ms. Black has cancer and he goes, oh, oh and just, he collapses <laughs> to the ground. That's what I expected out of John Paul Jones, but it didn't happen. He handled it well. And then an SNL skit occurred. <laughs> what what, did what you make is going this? on here? <laughs> what do you make of this exit from John Paul Jones? I called it performance art. <laughs> John Paul Jones dramatically walks away. This is a great walk away. For some reason, Tasha then... Chases after him like there's going to be something there. They hug. This is exactly what happened, folks. They hug and then you're thinking they're together. They're back. Okay, this they're is back. It. She made regret her decision. Then John yeah. Paul Jones picks her up and starts walking with her. And it's like, where the fuck are they going? For one, are they together? They're together. <laughs> they're, together. What you're they're together. <laughs> they're together. It's all good. She, like she had a second. She saw him walking away. Couldn't picture life without John Paul Jones. Now they're going. <laughs> Off into the sunset. He's carrying her. 
Okay, he's carrying her. Fireman, not and fireman, then, whatever this kind of yeah, carry. Yeah, whatever carry yeah. that is. He's got her scooped up under his arms. Yep. Double scooped. Yep. S- walks about five steps. Would you say five steps? I have 15 feet 15 here. 15 feet? Okay. Ziggs, and that's generous. That's fair. That's, that's generous. generous. It's very generous. Yeah. Anywhere between five and 15 feet. Uh, yep. He walks with her, holding her. He then sets her down. They don't say anything. He sets her down, and he's and he says, goodbye, Tasha Adams. Scene. <laughs> like what the fuck was that what was this why did he pick her up why did they hug what is going on the hug was fine but then the pickup was <laughs> i've never seen a more bizarre pickup in my life what was the pickup <laughs> i've never seen anything I mean, he's a weird like guy that, that was a weird, weird guy <laughs> i mean picking her up is insane up? and then she's got her arms around she her arms neck. wrapped like what what did, I wonder what was going through her mind as she was being carried toward the exit. It made me question everything. Like, has this whole thing been an act? Been a ruse. Just a <laughs> performance by both of them. I thought they were both in on it. And this was the final scene. What was God, this? That was something. It was like I mean, what the was Hills she finale do? when they pulled back the... <laughs> <laughs> and they had the, the green screen there. That's the <laughs> What was Taisha gonna do if... So John Paul Jones is carrying. Where's you. he carrying her? You're like, oh my god, he's he misunderstood what I just did. I just wanted to apologize and say <laughs> I'm gonna miss him. Now he's taking me with him. I'm gonna have to tell him again, again. that I'm not feeling it. Then thankfully, look, like what would she have done if he started carrying her up the stairs? She would have been like, John. I mean, <laughs> we're still done. We're still yeah. I was just being. I was bizarre. just making a moment for bizarre the TV. Moment. Very bizarre. And then they have a great. Video package of yeah, all their memories together. It was Montage. great. Yep. It was great. When John Paul Jones left, I thought to myself, if if the Derek thing doesn't happen, even if it does, and it did, you follow me? Yeah. He got closer. He's never. He's not going to be the Bachelor. But I am stunned at how close, relatively to where he started, he is now. I laughed in people's faces when they go, John Paul Jones should be the bachelor. Now this guy has like a real. He's got a following. He was head over heels. He's got a following. He's got a real heartbreak narrative that's real, yeah. unlike Colton and, you know, Tia. The thing is with John Paul Jones, I think he'll turn, he would turn down the bachelor because yeah, probably. he <laughs> cannot envision ever finding another woman like Tasha. <laughs> so I don't think it'll work. Yeah. I mean, it's never going to happen, but I'm, I went from laughing at the notion recently to being like i'd watch that and i think you take it very seriously (laughs) i agree uh okay next couple couples demi and christian believe it or not they want to continue their relationship hey so they're moving forward yeah speaking of john paul jones i think there's do you think there's a market out there for other people to snatch some of these contestants up and have like a dating series on them like a demi or a john paul jones or you know there's Obviously, these people have followings. Is there a market out there for some sort of other reality TV show for them to find love? You know, like a MTV or a VH1 or something like that. Is I I don't know. They might not be quite there. I mean, because like Pauly and Vinny are obviously way more popular than these guys. And they get stuff like reality TV shows. But there's no examples of someone probably on these guys level. I'm talking myself out of it. Yeah, I don't agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. John Paul Jones only has 400. 
I mean, yeah, Travis Kelsey had a dating show. So, you know yeah, what I mean? There's an outlet yeah. for everybody. So. I, I just had to run that through. I'm, Sometimes you got to talk you it out. Talk it out, and I'm yeah. He won't. Yeah, it wouldn't work. But maybe just had a mailbag question for himself, answered it, <laughs> yeah. and convinced himself, <laughs> and we're moved on. Demi and Christian, they're also moving on. Chris and Katie. Uh, for a minute there, it looked like Chris was about to break this off. Yeah, I but wrote down, Katie, yeah. I regret writing this down. I said he's going to die alone. I was very <laughs> mad. I was very <laughs> mad with how this conversation went. And I in in my anger, I wrote down, this is why you're going to die alone, Chris. <laughs> I regret it. But I got a co- full disclosure here. I have to tell you, you what I wrote. You got a little Haley in you, a little Demi <laughs> yeah, in you. It, was, it, was, it wasn't my best moment, but I meant it at the time. Did you see that? tweet from the great uh, account Rosecast podcast on Twitter that uh, if he broke Katie's heart we were gonna we we're gonna do the yeah, intimidation scene from Bad Boys one of my favorite scenes waving a gun in his face cinematic history <laughs> anyway so uh well we haven't said it yet but Katie kind of reminds him hey we're good together you so they're gonna give it a shot I don't know what his deal is frankly what's he doing he's well, just freaking she out reminds him that hey just because we're on this doesn't mean we have to get engaged like she she even said yeah. i don't know if i want to spend the rest of my life with you but i know i like you and that's the that's Do where you think we're he at was, right he now misunderstood the expectation I think he because did. he's been on the show three times I, yeah i don't know you wouldn't you would think an old wily vet like himself would know yeah. that this isn't it's not the you don't need to be you don't even need to be in love right now no Okay, remaining couples, and I want your engagement predictions or predictions for how they leave. Chris and Katie. Well, you told me there's a black hand getting an engagement ring? There is. (laughs) A a woman's hand. (laughs) So, uh, I'm going to say not engaged. I'm going to say not engaged also. And you want to know why? There's another black hand getting an engaged rim. Who? There's no other black women here. Tasha Rim. Do you see the coming up next? Oh. <laughs> you see the coming up next? I did. Don't watch that, AB. Here's what, here's Couldn't, Conspiracy I, Corner. It was too good. They've got me, they hooked me right off the bat with the coming up next. I think, here's, I, I pause the black hand getting the ring, okay? And I said, whose hand is that? And I did it before John Paul Jones and Tasha broke up. So I thought, okay, who's, whose hand is that? Is that Tasha's or is that Katie's? The guy's hand was young. It looked like John Paul Jones's hand. Then John Paul Jones leaves. So that leads me to believe they might have shot some B-roll. Okay. There are so few non-white people I on the show. I was wondering that, You can't too. show that. Yeah. I was wondering Because remember, that. They, they did that with Colton. They showed Colton with the engagement ring box. Yeah. And that never even aired on the, on the show. So I'm with you. Not engaged. Demi and Christian. Not engaged. I think engaged. Okay. Wow. Clay and Nicole. I would like to see it. I think that's that would be my number one couple I'd like to see engaged. But Well, they're the the couple that furthest is furthest along, yeah. Closest in real life to would be engaged in yeah. real life if they weren't on the show. Who's the next one? Clay and Nicole. Not engaged. And oh. broken up. Completely broken up. Minus ten thousand that they would be engaged, betting odds. Yeah. Broken up for sure. <laughs> broken up at the they're, broken up for sure but back gonna, together in real life you think so i was gonna say vi- they're gonna have they're not gonna be on speaking terms at the, at the reunion flip my stance i'm with you <laughs> okay <laughs> hannah and dylan engaged 
engaged, but they never get married. That's my opinion. I could see that. Okay. So Demi and Christian, amazingly, are the only couple that's, I think, probably going to get married off of this show. And she, one of half of those people is not from the show. I'm not sold on Tasha and John Paul Jones being done, to be honest. And, well, it's, and it's, not just just, say, okay. it's not just because of what's coming up next. That's part of it, but it's not all of it. I didn't think they ended... The whole thing with him picking him up and coming back, there was no conversation after it. It was just too weird for me. I need to see what these two are like in real life before I make my decision. I don't think they're done, though. Mailbag, 773-234-7794. The question this week was, what do you think of this season of Bachelor in Paradise? We asked that because we thought last night would have been the finale, and this would have been our last episode of the season. They got us. Uh, they got us again. This reminds me of like the end of the school year. All your assignments are done, but you have to go in for one last day and like help clean the fucking classroom. It's like, I didn't sign up for this. I already did my tests. What do you need me here for? And why am I bringing three boxes of Kleenex? This is bullshit. Miss Jones. Uh, Aaron from Milwaukee. I've been watching Bachelor in Paradise since the first season. And I actually think this is one of the more forgettable seasons oh, wow. so far. The Blake stuff and some of the producers things, the Matt and Sydney kiss montage, etc., are funny, but I'm not finding myself as invested in any of these couples, except maybe Katie and Chris, who are not getting enough screen time. Any reaction to that, A.B.? Uh, it's surprising to me. I kind of agree with not being that invested in the couples. I mean, the uh, four yeah. couples remaining, I can, I'm not I can agree with that. With. Yeah. But have there been... I'm trying to think back on Bachelor in Paradise couples I've really, really cared about. And I don't know how many of those there have been. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't I don't necessarily fully agree, but I can I understand it. Emily from Seattle. I thought this season was a mess. Wow. Which was a mix of incredible to watch, but also a bit of a letdown. I feel like all the people I wanted to see have a storyline earned no screen time whatsoever. Example, Mike and Kevin. I don't know if that's a typo, but she says here, Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) But it was equally hilarious to watch Christina kick shins of boys who wronged her, to watch Dylan get his earned affections, and seeing Jordan fight What's-His-Face was kind of a highlight for me as well. But on the same note, I wish there was more love. The dates people went on seemed like 20-second backstories. That's true. That was all season. The dates were really short. The dates were bad. That's undeniable. I'm Terrible. Just, I'm just a messy guy. I'm not like the messier, the better on my screen. Um, It's interesting she brought up Jordan. I expect I would have been invested in Jordan getting engaged again because oh, that yeah. was a big time off screen heartbreak. Yeah, for sure. Emily from Iowa City, this season has been incredibly entertaining, but I don't find myself as emotionally invested in any of the couples like I was in the past. Okay. In our stupid faces, here's a couple. I was rooting hard for Joe and Kendall. Oh, man. How did we forget Kevin about Joe and, and Kevin Kendall? and Astrid. Wow. Okay, we How just said they were our favorite. Those are our favorite people. Those are our four favorite people. And Jordan and Jenna, but this season, I don't really care if anyone stays together. Right. Here's what's going to happen. Someone's going to text us after hearing that we don't like any Paradise couples. They're going to text the Rosebag We're going to get a heaping pile of couples that we forgot about. In two about. minutes. No, it's, they're going to say, what about Joe and Kendall? You and Kevin Ashton, oh, yeah. idiots. <laughs> and then two minutes later, we're going to be like, oh, we're idiots. Yeah, we're idiots. Rebecca in Los hate Angeles. this season. That made me hate this season. <laughs> 
what what they said here I, uh, that there's no couples there's yeah. no good couples yeah. they're right there's no good couples it was it was high on drama it was low we've on... turned my opinion on the whole season <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're kind of wishy-washy yeah, on paradise stuff. all over the place <laughs> rebecca in los angeles while there was a lot of quality drama with blake versus everyone kaylin and dean etc and the very special moments with Demi speaking her truth, I have to admit, when it comes to singles on a beach, I have been completely ruined by Love Island UK. Love Island UK has amazing cast members, the editing is better, and they give the Islanders something to do. Hmm. Uh, would you say Love Island ruined Bachelor in Paradise for us? No. I wouldn't go that far, but it made me think of some things differently. Absolutely, yeah. Lastly, Kayla in Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Best VIP season yet. I do feel that the communication and interactions between Bachelor Nation contestants before the season starts is a bit annoying. It felt more authentic back in the day when that did not happen. Back in the day is only like three years ago. That's how much this <laughs> yeah. stuff changes. Yep. Um, however, with that being said, it sure did create some interesting plot lines this year, i.e. Blake at Stagecoach. Thank you, Kayla. Thank you to everyone who wrote in. AB, do you have one for next week's mailbag? Yes. I want to sure. know... What? Nothing. What <laughs> you say under your breath? <laughs> kind of doubt. Okay. Doubting in my mind. I want to know. It's kind of a Haley comment. Yeah, it was unnecessary. Here's my question, Rim. Who have you had the biggest change of heart? Oh, oh this is such a good question, AB. Or opinion on since Bachelor in Paradise started. God, wow, that's, that's a that's good question. Professional yeah. question coming wow. up. With. You didn't think that you, with all your under your breath <laughs> comments, you didn't think that was coming, did you? <laughs> Take that back. Uh, do you have a headline of the week? No. Wait. Yes, I do. Okay. Ooh. It was just something that made me laugh. It's uh, all it should be. How are Blake and Christina after Bachelor in Paradise? Uh, not on talking <laughs> terms. <laughs> I could have wrote that article in a sentence. There's a lot of those SEO type articles that are like, yeah. what happened to Revian from Colton's season? <laughs> it's like, like no one searched that. <laughs> Nobody wants but, to but know. They just have them all Nobody ready to is go. wondering like, whoa, I wonder if these kids, Blake and Christina, are going to get back together <laughs> <laughs> after they get off Paradise. No, these two hate each other. What's that from, maybe? Proper attribution. Refinery29. I've gotten a couple things from them. Of course. Yeah. Okay, that's it. That's the second to last episode of the season. We've got engagements next week and then the after the final rose, which looks juicy. Juicy. Is it one episode? Is it two episodes? One episode? One. It's only on Tuesday night. Tuesday? Nope. Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. They're kind of throwing a curveball here. Interesting. It's only Tuesday. I expect an hour of engagement stuff and then an hour of after the final rose, which is all that after the final rose should be, frankly. Absolutely. Keep it focused. Unfortunately, there's going to be way too many people there. There's going to be like 45 people there, including Jordan and Christian, who and, are bound to get in a fight. And the new Bachelor. And the new Bachelor. We will talk about that at length next week, so stay tuned. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening and writing in. We're on social media, at Roastcast Podcast. Everyone knows that. If you don't by now, you're missing out. Um, and thanks to for sharing this with your pals. We appreciate the word of yes. mouth uh, marketing, mostly because it's free. AB, do you have anything else to say? No, you said it perfectly. The free part? Yeah. Talk to you later. <laughs>
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 